there danger? I can handle it. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 309. I am Michael Gaines. And I'm Renata. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank God. 2018 sucked. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Yeah, it was. It was a, I'm really hoping 2019 will be a little better. I'm not hopeful on all accounts, but at least, well, I mean, I don't have many more parents to lose. Let's oh, just put it geez, that way. <laughs> man. You're going to put it that way. I hate to be way. that much of a downer, but man, it's 2018 was rough. Wah, wah, Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer, yes. But I have alcohol, so oh. I'm <laughs> no alcohol for me today. I, I <laughs> a little too much during break. Yeah, I'm drinking a fancy bourbon, which mm-hmm. is two ounces of bourbon. I am drinking uh, the, the bourbon I'm using is a bonded bourbon, which in the United States requires it to be 100 proof. So this is a fairly stiff drink. Wow. And it's J.D. Dant, which is not my favorite of the bonded bourbons. Mm-hmm. But uh, my favorite is very hard to get. It's called Very Old Barton. And it has half an ounce of Cointreau and a little bit of simple syrup and a lemon twist. And nice. it is very yummy. I bought um, I bought scotch because I've never had it. It's been sitting there for two weeks because I didn't open it. What kind <laughs> of scotch did you buy? I have no idea. Just whatever was there on the shelf. I, I couldn't even tell you the name of it. Maybe I can. Well, maybe I, took, I was taking pictures. Um, but, yeah, I, I've just been um, – oh, Chivas Regal. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, that's Chivas is it's a blended, I believe, mm-hmm. or is it a? Yeah, it's, it's a blended. Um, so that's not a bad one to start with. Uh, Chivas or doers are not bad to start with. They're kind of the the gateways into into Scotch. I was going to say if you bought like a Lafroy or an Alcantoshan or, or even an Alcantoshan, you were going to be in for a bit of a shock. But <laughs> Those are really, really burly. Uh, well, and, not Alcan- uh, not Alcantoshan isn't, but Lafroig definitely is. Uh, we have not much to talk about, but I'll bet you we'll talk for an hour. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, when I say you don't have much to talk about, I I did no show notes today. Mm-hmm. I had way too much going on right now. I'm trying to settle some some legal things with my. With my stepfather's passing, and so I've been super busy this week and trying to get caught up on work because mm-hmm. I do work. I, I actually do have a job. Um, I forget that sometimes, but I do. And but I the big the big thing is today came my Wow Diary, nice edition. It's beautiful. It has these lovely gold end papers for original Kickstarter backer. And it smells like burned tires. (laughs) They did this really cool process to the to the photos and and they they did this. It makes them very, very shiny Mm -hmm. and very pretty. And it's almost like instead of being printed, they're applied. Oh, interesting. But but for some reason, it has this very distinct plasticky smell which is actually going to make this a little difficult to read. I may have to employ one of my old tricks that I have used for getting the smell out of old documents. Mm-hmm. Well, you put it outside for a couple of days? Oh, not in northern New York, not in western New York at this time of year, I don't. <laughs> uh, no, you put it in a um, in a in a plastic tote. 
And then you put a box of baking soda open up inside the tote with it, and you leave it for a few days, and that gets rid of most of the smell. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's also good for getting, you know, if you order something on eBay and it came from a smoking home and it smells like stale smoke, that yeah, works pretty well. That too. happened to me once. Mm, uh-huh. That was pretty bad. So, but I mean, it looks it looks very very interesting. You got the electronic copy, didn't you? No, here's here's what happened. Um, I was in the middle of ordering it and it wasn't working, and then I forgot. So. Uh... Well, I, I can I can always mail this to you too. Oh, no, You'd no. love it as a developer. You would love this book. Oh, I'm sure I would. It's very get, very uh, interesting. I mean, version. there's a whole section in there. I, I haven't read it yet, but I was flipping through it earlier. There's a whole section on the pros versus the cons of developing your own game engine. Mm-hmm. I can and, tell you what they are. <laughs> yeah. Well. I've never worked on a game engine, mm-hmm. but I did work for a dot-com back in the dot-com bubble days. Mm-hmm. And the company that I worked for uh, developed instructional materials for companies such as, I think it's like Executrain and Gateway. Basically, any of these companies like Gateway or Adobe or Macromedia going back way, wow. way into yeah, um, had online universities we were the ones who developed that and i was the one responsible for taking our engine and making it look like it was adobe's product mm-hmm. and or uh city bank's product or whatever and we had what was called track one which was our in-house engine mm-hmm. and in, they knew that they wanted to take this a step further so they bought this new engine for it pretty much sight unseen Mm -hmm. they bought it based on promises of what they could do (laughs) oh that's same thing okay keep going when they went to go visit this big company that had developed this they discovered that they were literally in the back of this old warehouse with folding tables and folding chairs (laughs) and there were about eight people yeah and instead of they they'd already agreed to buy it and it was only about maybe a fifth of the way done mm. and so they eventually they they bought it but you know everyone's telling him look just cut your losses it's going to be cheaper for us to just rewrite this from the beginning but mm-hmm. they didn't and they mm. eh. Well, let's just say I left the company nine months later because I knew that the ship was sinking. Yeah. And it did. Spectacularly. So I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with this whole development cycle issue. Yeah. Um, long story short, we did something similar at a couple jobs back mm-hmm. where we adopted a, um, a graphics engine and I said it was a bad idea and it was a bad idea. Right. So. Well, they were they were big on partnering and big mm-hmm. on they 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 dropped a lot of names. They said that they were remember Sun Computers. Oh sure, of course. Uh, they were said they were you know they that Sun was going to be using some of their products. Well, turns out they'd sold Sun as the same bill of goods that mm. they'd sold this company. So, so I mean from a from a development perspective, I you know this is. 
this is going to be a very interesting book, I think. Cool. Cool. I will pick it up. I will pick it up. So what have you been up to? So it was a busy week, uh, despite the fact that I was off (laughs) for 11 days. Uh I wound up having a ton of family stuff to do, so I didn't get a lot of time to play. But um, Allie and I found some time to get together and and do the stuff that we used to do, which was like run around and get uh, transmogs and achievements and such. And so if anybody remembers, we're trying to get that stupid XT achievement in um, Ulduar where you had to run over the – where the boom bots had to kill the little bots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot the name of it. And week after week after week. Week after week. Well, you couldn't get it done. The reason why is because it was broken. Um, For an entire expansion, that achievement was broken. The bombs were not destroying the bots like they were supposed to. So just for the hell of it, I decided to look it up, and sure enough, it was fixed. So Mm. we went in there. Um, It took a few tries, you know, accidentally one-shotting the boss, which we weren't supposed to do, and just just a whole bunch of, like, silly mistakes but eventually we got it oh cool and, and so finally after all this time we, we got that stupid achievement it was the last one i had to get an old war oh nice mm-hmm. nice yeah. but here's the question what where are you on your turtle wrap i knew you were going to ask me that <laughs> no more turtles have made it to the water for a while um, i'm still like nineteen thousand short of exalted so nineteen thousand. Yeah, I, I mean, because I just tipped over into exalted, and I was like, "Well, that's all I need," you know, because I needed to get revered, and that was it. So. Yeah, but yeah, is that what you need for Pathfinder? Yeah, you need revered. revered. Yeah, because yeah, uh, we were, there was some discussion on the Discord about about uh, getting Pathfinder one, and a lot of us were like, uh, "We already got it." Yeah. But yeah. then, you know, most people were saying the same things that it was Turtle Rep and Champions of Azeroth. Yeah, yeah. That were tripping them up. Yep. So I I got Pathfinder Part One a while ago, I think. But um, so anyway, there was that um, uh, Hellfire. No, I, don't, I always forget the name of it. Hellfire, the one, the the raid and uh, warlords. Not Citadel, I think it was. Warlords of Citadel. The one where you need help getting the first boss because um, the the mobs come in two different spots and you don't have time to run from one to another and one to another. Mm-hmm. So there was, this, um, there was this chess piece that I've been trying to get forever. And it was mm-hmm. only in heroic mode and that finally dropped. So that was nice too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then Allie and I went up doing um, uh, LFR which was nice. So I finally got to see the raid, even though it was pretty easy. You um, mean Aldir? Yeah, Aldir. Um, it was pretty easy, <laughs> considering it's LFR. But um, it was really nice. I mean, I love the story behind it. And, and um, just when you first walk in, it's just this place is just monstrously huge. And uh, it took a boatload of screenshots. So uh, I, ca- I got to do Aldir. I, I don't like raiding. I've I made no secret of that. But I have also discovered that to finish getting the Dark Iron Dwarfs, mm-hmm. I need to do Alter. Oh, we could just do it on LFR. Just I, I know. And as a rogue, done. I don't think it's going to be that difficult because, you know, nothing in this game hinges on the success or failure of a rogue. <laughs> <laughs> it used to. 
It used <laughs> to. I remember when robes were used. True. You know, you're you're absolutely right. What was it? What what's the raid that there was one? There was that dog that you oh. had to have a rogue for to be able to um, de enrage it. Oh no, uh, no, was that was a hunter? That was um, what's his name in Molten Core? Um, no, no, not Molten Court. Nax Ramus. Oh, oh, it yeah. Was Nax. Oh, that one, that dog. Okay, yes, I do there remember that one. There was a poison one. that we had to use, and and also you needed it in Ice Crown. Mm-hmm. to disarm traps. But as I have said many, many times, I've always I've been disappointed about the fact that utility classes mm-hmm. are no longer really needed yeah. for a lot of these things. A lot of people have been lamenting that as well. Um, kind of upset about that. Because, yeah. I mean, they tried to do something with it in, in BFA. It's like, oh, look, we'll give you arcane intellect back. But <laughs> yeah, um, you don't have the uh, the utility like you used to. And no. remember that whole bring the bring the uh, what was it? Bring the player, not the class. That was the start of it. I, and I guess I get why that was the case. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that you can't stop min maxing. No. No, you, and they, you, you just can't do it. And you can you can give all the lip service you want to saying, well, we're trying to make it so anybody can play. But the problem is, is that you still got places like, you know, Noxic and Icy Veins, God mm-hmm. bless them both, mm-hmm. because they provide a lot of very useful information. They're still min-maxing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we are still not. Sponsored, We're still not sponsored uh, by Icy Veins. Sponsored by Icy um, Veins. Yeah. No, but no, you're absolutely right. I I used to min max all the time from vanilla up, and then they did that whole thing: bring the player, not the not the class. And uh, apart from that, they said, "Well, you know, we, uh, people were only doing one thing. People are always going to do one thing because right. the min maxers are going to say, "Well, this is the most you get for the least amount of like work slash gold slash time, whatever." So that's never going away. No, and what happened was, is instead of needing a rogue mm-hmm. for a particular thing, all they need is whatever the flavor of the month is for the highest DPSers. Sure. And yes, that has been the rogue, but if rogue is not on the menu as far as being the higher DPSers, good luck getting into a raid. Yeah. So... What they did when they did that was they made a lot of these classes superfluous. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. I agree. And it's a shame, too, because with Classic coming back, I'm looking forward to actually having utility again. Yeah, that that part will be fun. Mm-hmm. That part will be fun. Like like uh, Rogues in um, Blackwing Lair with the suppressors. Or- you know, just be just needing a rogue to be able to unlock a door mm-hmm. or unlock this locked chest. Yep. Or hunters just, for traps or whatever it was. There was always or, something. Or for a trank shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, that's the kind of thing that actually makes people feel useful. You're not just another cookie cutter DPS. Right. So. So I'm looking forward to classic. Maybe maybe yes. they'll learn a thing or two uh, from Classic in um, in uh, BFA and, and forward and say, well, you know, maybe we should have 
not gotten rid of the utility from classes. That would be an interesting twist. Well, and, you know, for example, hunter pets. Mm -hmm. This is one of those things that I've been thinking about a lot lately because I do have a Beastmaster hunter. And, yeah, I mean, there's some in-maxing that goes with the hunter pets, but they don't have the utilities that the old pets dad mm -hmm. did. And, you know, I can remember camping broken tooth in the badlands yes. <laughs> for days yes because it was the fastest attack speed pet there's no differentiation there's there's no uniqueness about these pets mm -hmm. mostly what people go for is what they look like i mean i have my my pet has uh my, my pets for my for my hunter i have uh, a bronze quillen which is the one of those metal lions sure and I've got the uh, weaponized rabbit, the, the <laughs> mechanized rabbit, who I call, who is called um, Bun of Steel. And by the way, I got the the de-weaponized rabbit mechanical pet. It mm -hmm. looks like the Bun of Steel, who I named Son of a Bun. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, you go for what looks cool yeah. at this point I more than you go for utility, and that's too bad. I remember people used to camp Broken Tooth. People used to camp, uh, what was the name of the, there was a wolf in Darkshire, Duskwood. Mm, yeah, I don't um, remember the name of that Lupos? wolf. Lupos, people I used Humar in the Black Lion in, um, yep. in Crossroads and um, Akiyashi. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, there was a cat. There was a spirit cat used to get in um in darkshore off some item that was up in, it was it was some some quest that you had to do but that guy had some some special abilities mm -hmm. and that really meant something back then mm -hmm. sure did so i have a confession to make oh oh we're doing this yeah see this is what happens when the the alcohol comes out i know i know i i lose all my inhibitions um I really, really, really wanted a Alliance Warlock. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, for Naked and Afraid, I'm going to do an Alliance Warlock. But mm -hmm. here's the problem. The problem is I don't have a lot of time to play. With mm -hmm. everything going crazy in my life right now, I just have very limited time to play. So I kind of took her out of naked and afraid. I still have my, my horde rogue in there, but mm -hmm. I haven't really been playing her. And I, I just wasn't willing to forego the, the, the heirloom boost to get her sure. up to 120. Sure. And, you know, I really just blame the fact that I've just had so much crap going on in my life right now that I, I, I got impatient. But one of the things that I've been doing with her that I found has been unexpectedly interesting. She's Alliance. Mm -hmm. Sure. I decided that the last time I had done Naked and Afraid, I had skipped over Outlands and I'd gone straight into Northrend. This time I decided I was going to go into Outlands and skip Northrend. Mm -hmm. So it's going to do it the opposite way. And I have unexpectedly found... Burning Crusade is broken. Okay, so we were talking about this earlier, and now I really want to hear what you mean by broken. Well, there's a couple of ways it's broken. 
There were a lot of changes that Blizzard has applied to various expansions, things that they've introduced that they then, during Cataclysm, retroactively introduced into the vanilla zones. Mm -hmm. As an example, tooltips. When you get a quest and it's to kill X number of, you know, Sun Fury archers. Right. When you mouse over a Sun Fury archer, it tells you that this is part of a quest and you have killed X number of Sun Fury archers. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do that in Burning Crusade. Interesting. But it does it for the same character? Yeah. Huh. But it does it for the vanilla, and it does it occasionally in Burning Crusade. Very occasionally. Enough so that it frustrates you when it doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. So the tooltips are inconsistent, and I would say 80% of the time you don't get any tooltips, and about 10% of the time you do. I don't know why some things were changed. And some things weren't. But what I ha- and just to, to put some perspective on this, she's now 75. Mm-hmm. She went into Hellfire Peninsula when she was 58. She left Hellfire Peninsula when she was 61, 60. No, she was she was 63 or 64 when she left Hellfire Peninsula. Um, I did a couple of things in Shatrath, got her up to 67, mm-hmm. and went straight to uh, Netherstorm because I had the fewest number of transmogs there. Sure. She's now spent 67 to 75 in Netherstorm, and she's only about halfway done. Mm. I may end up not doing any more zones other than Netherstorm and get her to 80. Netherstorm is one of the most broken as far as not having these tool tips. Interesting. And also having a lot of incorrect pointers. So, for example, when you get a quest and it shows you the area where something is, mm-hmm. about 70% of the time it's correct. About 30% of the time it's wrong. Is this an so, add-on doing this, or is this the game itself? No, this is just the game. Huh. I don't have any add-ons that, that do these functions. Interesting. Um, the other thing that I have discovered about Burning Crusade in particular is the degree to which the profession levels are broken. I have had a really hard time with fishing. Mm-hmm. In, in Outlands. She never really did fishing in in regular, but supposedly, you know, when you go to Outlands, you learn Outlands fishing. So you do 1 to 75 Outlands fishing. I learned level 1 Outlands fishing. She's been fishing in Outlands. She's been doing the fishing quests. I still don't have a single point what? in Outlands fishing. Wait, um, okay, stupid question. Did you have to train for it? Yes. And you d- I trained for it. Hmm. And it shows one out of 75 Outlands fishing. And I've been doing the Outlands fishing quests. Huh. And I don't, I'm still one of 75 in Outlands fishing. And I've done things like go fish for, um, these things. I, I went and fished in Zangermarsh. I it, the, get the bloated, 
um, the bloated fish that give you the shrimp. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been fishing the bloated fish, and I've also fished up some sport. I haven't gotten a single point of Outlands fishing. Yeah, so I'm looking, and sure enough, there are some people complaining about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the fishing problem, now we get to cooking. Mm-hmm. And when I turned 70, I said, well, I'm going to do the cooking dailies because those were kind of fun. And you also got some interesting recipes through those like lightning chops and things like that. Well, I went to go do there's a there's a a quest. There's a there's a cooking quest to get um, they call it super hot stew. You may remember this. You have to get a couple of, of crunchy serpent and a couple of Mocknathal ribs. And then you go into this area in, uh, in Blades Edge Mountains and you kill an abyssal. And then you click the pot to cook the thing. And when I clicked the pot, it said, needs cooking level 285. <laughs> there is no 285. That sounds very broken. Yeah. What it was doing is my and my cooking level for Outlands cooking was sixty eight out of seventy five. Right, there's it, only seventy five points of Outland cooking, but it was telling me I needed two hundred and eighty five points of cooking in order to do this, and I hadn't developed. Yeah, so it's using the old the system. One, it's using the old system. So mm. I did went I went through it and I said, well, the heck with this. I'm going to I you know I mean I get stubborn. No real news or surprise to anyone who's listened to the show for a while. <laughs> and I got 285 cooking and I could do it. Here's the next part. I go in. I it said, okay, give me the meat crate. I get Kibbler's Bits, which mm-hmm. is was a, a thing for, for was pet food. It's an Outlands recipe. Requires level 300 cooking. <laughs> So a lot of these things that are connected to the cooking quest are still on that old system. Okay, I just want to be clear about this because I don't have the game up right now. You, when you have vanilla uh-huh. uh, professions, that still goes one to three hundred. Yes. Okay, and then everything after that, uh, Burning Crusade forward is one to one hundred. Once it's either one to seventy-five, okay. or one to one fifty, depending on the expansion. Okay. And in Outlands, it's one to seventy-five. Okay, so, so it's, it's one to seventy-five. Herb, she has herbal. She's an herbalist and a skinner, so it's mm-hmm. one to seventy-five there. And she has, of course, fishing and cooking. Fishing, as I said, is still stuck at one out of seventy-five. Yeah, I can't so see. It's to. broken. That's mm. broken. Okay, it gets better. While I was trying to get her cooking up. Oh, <laughs> I, you know, I, the, the problem was getting her from like 240 to mm-hmm. 285. Okay. And I identified that one of the recipes that I needed to do was 250, at 250 was lobster stew. And I've had to do this with a lot of different characters. I go to get the dark claw lobster, which you can fish up off the, off the shore of, um, Stonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, um, Swamp of Sorrows, really. Yeah, yeah. I think of it as Stoddard, but that's really the the, uh, the city there. But Swamp of Sorrows, uh, the Misty Reed uh, coast there. Great place to get. I've done it many times. Go get someone. So I get my best fisherman, who is my 120 rogue, and I go there. 
And I cast my line, and Fishing Buddy says, skill of 75. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is supposed to be skill of 300. And I look and I look under my fishing things. Yeah, I've got 300 fishing mm-hmm. for. So why is this showing only 75? And so I'm fishing and fishing, and I finally get the the 17 or 18 dark claw uh, lobster I need. But I have about a 40% fail rate. I shouldn't be having any fail rate 300 fishing yeah. off the coast of Swamp of Sorrows. So I look it up and other people are saying that the functional level of old world fishing is also broken. Yeah. It this is I mean it's not the same thing cuz it's, it's not professions but but the problem that Allie and I were having with that one achievement in Old War seems to be Oh, and there's another there uh, for an entire expansion um there was a uh <laughs> There is a pet that you couldn't get in um, Warlords. Um, the the one that sounds like uh, what's his name? I've I've talked about him before in the uh, uh, Shadow Labs in the Shadow Labs. That that pet, he was broken for an entire expansion. It's it seems like it doesn't take a lot to fix this stuff, but for whatever reason, Blizzard just doesn't bother with it. It's like a really low priority. Even if it right. takes like somebody ten or fifteen minutes to fix it, they just won't fix it. No, but there seems to be it, it, I I I just became aware of this because playing only in Burning Crusade for this. Mm-hmm. It just seems as though there were a lot of fixes. They were applied to other expansions, but so basically, if you want the true vanilla experience before Classic comes out, just go play Burning Crusade for 20 <laughs> levels. Because First of all, the stories aren't very good. They're they're pretty rudimentary. You're sent off on on quests that the storyline is very broken up for the most part. Mm-hmm. They hadn't really gotten their storytelling going at this point. Right, not like it is now. No, not like it is now. I mean, they they really tightened up the storytelling game. And that more than any expansion that I have worked with, because as I said, I have I've played vanilla extensively. Well, the 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 first non-expansion expansion, right? Extensively, and the last time I went through um, Naked and Afraid, I played Northrend. I played um, Wrath of the Lich King. Mm-hmm. I didn't run into any of these problems, but right. Burning Crusade is kind of the forgotten stepchild at this point. That there's a lot of things where fixes that they applied to other expansions have not been applied to Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. So it's been a fascinating experience in many ways. Have you uh, written to Blizzard about this or posted on the forums about it? Not yet. I'm, I've been kind of I'm been kind of waiting to get to the end of it, and then I was going to write this all down and kind of post a you know, a retrospective on my last 20 levels of running through Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that I re- run into in a Burning Crusade more than any other is Blizzard has gotten a little better about drop rates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I alluded to this a little bit when I was talking about leveling up on Blood Mist Isle, the Exodar zones. Mm-hmm. And 
those were introduced in Burning Crusade. So those are, in fact, Burning Crusade zones. That and Ghostlands, where you can kill, where you, you know, you need them to drop five things and you can kill four times as many of them to get that drop rate. Mm -hmm. My current record with this was I needed 10. I killed more than 60 to get 10 drops. Wow. You don't run into that anymore. Yeah. You it, you, you don't have, you might not have a hundred percent drop rate, but it'll at least be 80%. It, it won't be 20 or 15% like it was in some of these. What was it in, um, I remember in, um, around Aberdeen, there were these, um, Panthers or something like that or, or whatever they were. And you had to get seven oh, the, the, teeth. The, the, the tigers. Yeah, the, the tigers or something. And you had Shadow to get prey the, tigers the, the, black, the black tigers. And then you had to get the teeth from them. And the, and the drop rate oh, on the God. teeth were just so bad. Like it would mm -hmm. take at, at least half an hour to get, what is it, four of them or seven of them? But, but the thing is, is that usually, I mean, I don't want to say we're spoiled now, but I mean, the drop rate was just pathetic. And um, even for an MMO um, at that time, 2004, 2005, it was just very unforgiving. And there were th – this this was the game that you were supposed to get away from that crap with. <laughs> right, you exactly. Know, right? I mean, so, that, was, that was par for the course in EverQuest. I mean, hey, if you had a 5% drop rate, you were doing well. Yeah. But as you said, we're supposed to be kind of getting away from this. Yeah. But – Burning Crusade is still very much old school yeah. as far as that's concerned. I'm not really complaining. It's, as I said, it's been kind of a fascinating experience yeah. to, to live with this for a while. I mean, I could have gone off to Northrend at any point, but I'm determined I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit uh, 80 in Burning Crusade. Yeah, and, and what I think um, is interesting about the whole experience um as you've been going through it is how neglected it has yes. become if, exactly. if, if that's what your intent if that's what you meant by that it's like the intention was well here we're gonna flip the switch on on leveling have at it but we don't care about any bugs right um, yeah and you know it's it's not only the problems that they've had with trying to adapt the professions and i don't know how the manufacturing professions have done because as i said i'm running a double gatherer through it's 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 skinning and and herbalism i haven't had any problems with those it's with cooking and with fishing in particular which are the the ones everyone's supposed to have or can yeah. have and yeah. how how problematic that's been yeah i don't i don't i don't know what's going on over there there are people getting pulled off different projects over Blizzard. I'm sure that these bugs are not going to get fixed anytime soon. No, I don't think they are either. But but it's good um, that you're f telling people about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but as I said, it's it's been very it it has been very interesting. Um, the the thing that Blizzard and it also points out the thing that Blizzard has really done a much better job with is there's like this whole story another storm about well go shut down this this um the oh this I, mana, the, yeah, the, 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 those the, things the, the mana mines or whatever they are yeah. go shut down this mana forges that's it mana go forge, shut down right. this 
They never tell you why. They just say, well, go shut this one down. Go, go shut this one down. Go shut that one down. Don't they, though? I thought, I mean, I think it's like hidden in there somewhere, but I, I'm pretty sure that the whole reason of shutting them down was. They're bad. <sighs> no, no. <laughs> Either there was somebody who was feeding off of them or you, or you. Oh, I forgot exactly. But I do remember seeing it a long time ago. Yeah, um, but I mean, the point is, is the storytelling isn't quite as immersive as it as it became. No. They've done a much better job of that. No, as a matter of fact, I was I was reading a forum post a while back. Somebody said, "Well, what was the point? What was the story of the original game?" And the the original game, you you can talk about you know, like Jeff Kaplan saying, "Well, you know, the quests weren't so good because um, he wrote them." But <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I mean, he was very cool about the whole thing. But but the thing is, is that everybody, I mean, everybody, that whole genre was just brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point to me was it was an extension of Warcraft three, right? Um, different GUI and such. But the story was more about um, you know the 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 Burning Crusade, like the the Fell is still here. Um, mm-hmm. There was the there was a story about Anixia. Um I mean, there were there was a quest. Oh my god, what was it? There was a quest. I believe uh, it was in Duskwood. I think there's no. I got to think about this. But there was a quest that brought you from like level twelve all the way to like your mid thirties, maybe even forties. Um, oh, what was it? I don't remember what it was. I'm sure there are more than one. Also, um, no, it was in. Ashenvale, I think. Something about having to kill you had to kill the demons or something, but it went from like level eighteen up to thirty, thirty five, maybe forty or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But the point is is that they there were some good things about storytelling in, in the original game. Yeah. And they they took more of a long view mm-hmm. rather than having be a series of vignettes. Yeah. And the the thing is, is that Burning Crusade in particular feels very much like a series of vignettes. Hmm. And there's not much that seems to be tying the zones together. Hmm. And that's one of the things that I think that they've done so well in, in BFA. And you can see kind of the arc that that, um, that Blizzard has taken with their storytelling, that they're trying mm-hmm. to tell an overarching story. Right, which they did in Wrath. Yeah, and they did in Wrath. They did with some of the other ones. They did in Wrath. They did in Pandaria. They mm-hmm. did a lesser extent in... Um, Warlords. In or Cataclysm. Warlords. Yeah. And they did, they did it sort of in Legion, I guess... Maybe I just wasn't that interested in the story. Oh, Legion had oh definitely had it. So the whole thing with Illidan and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I mean that it did have an arching story. I just didn't care about oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, but it's sort of like the difference between if you you know going back to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Look at look at uh, even the first season or two of of uh, Next Generation. Yeah. It was very much one story after another. They didn't really come up with story arcs. Whereas then you get up even to even into um, Deep Space Nine, it's all one long movie. It, it's well, that's a rabbit hole we can go down. But yeah, um, episodic television made a very serious shift 
at one point where mm-hmm. uh and, and they did this in TOS to a very teeny weeny extent where they would reference previous episodes. But that's um, as far as but, they would go, but, but that TNG, wasn't how things were done in the 60s. No, in TNG they finally started weaving a few things in and out. Right. Um which had been done with soap operas, but you know, no not a lot of people would care about that. In my so opinion. you know maybe <laughs> I mean maybe that's an entire entirely different thing looking at the evolution of episodic television and how that relates to episodic gaming mm-hmm. because I mean think about think about EverQuest I mean yeah. there weren't there, there was no story <laughs> there weren't these long story arcs no. And no it was very episodic yeah it was more go do that because I said so. Exactly. And I just think it's a little more interesting to deal with these with these bigger story arcs. But anyway, speaking of episodes, the other thing I did, I finally decided to jump into the world of pet dungeons. Oh, yes. You were talking about this. Have you done these before? uh, One. I think I did once. Well... I'm not sure I'm an entirely a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of strats online for doing this. And basically, once you have a large number of pets, you can do these things. But really, it's it's kind of plug and play as far as I'm concerned. It's just, you know, okay, adopt this strat for this particular thing, beat them and go on. I just... You know, yeah, I did get one of the pets that sells on the auction house now for, you know, about 55,000 gold. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how much they're going to keep my attention. Whaling Caverns, I did that one. Yeah, I did Whaling Caverns and I did I did the, the first round of of Nomergon. I'm I found them long and sloggy. Mhm. Okay, I don't um, remember what what it was. I mean, I I just did it and couldn't tell you a single thing about it. Yeah, I I mean, maybe if you were in the process of trying to figure out what you were doing and you know coming up with new strats and all that, I you know it, when you're basically having to do it's something like twelve to fifteen fights all in a row and you can't mm-hmm. heal. You just got to keep going and replacing pets. And now I've got some duplicates like the Emerald Protodake. I've now got three of them. I now have three Iron Starlets. You know, some of these some of these core pets that you, you develop uh, duplicates. I'm just maybe someone can tell me what the attraction of these is, but I'm not seeing it so far. I think it's, so, it's supposed to be like Pokemon in some way. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can definitely see that. It's just not for me. No. Um, I gave up with pets a long time ago. Oh, I like pets and mm-hmm. I like doing pet battles and I like getting new pets. I just didn't find this fun. Okay. I, I may try the celestial, the celestial tournament, but I'm not convinced it's going to be a lot different, no. but I do want some of the celestial pets. So okay. I guess I might have to do them. <laughs> it's just that the problem was the Wailing Caverns pets just weren't that interesting to me. 
Did you say celestial pets? Yeah, Celeste, the celestial tournament in um, in Sorry. Pandaria. Uh, let me take a look at this. Oh, interesting. That's cool. They have some really cool pets there. The ones, as yeah. I said, the, I got the, uh, the the little little flying uh, serpent pet for uh, Wailing Caverns, which, as I said, sells on my server for about 55,000 gold. Mm-hmm. I was sort of thinking I might have just should have sold it. but Maybe. Can you put it they, back in a cage and just sell it? I have I have seriously considered <laughs> that to be honest, because uh, I've I oh and just to follow up on something speaking of money that I had mentioned the last expand I have been in the slow process of changing some of my characters over to full gatherers mm-hmm. and have made has made about half a million in gold since then. Nice. So it's um it's quite attractive. Yeah. Okay. See I, I really want that that what what uh the cow king calls the long boy, mm-hmm. which is the uh the auctioneer mount, which you need like four or five million gold or something for that. Oh man. But you don't have to actually pay that much. You just have to have that much mm-hmm. to, to be able to get it. Four or five million, jeez. Yeah, I know. It's it's a it's not an easy thing to get over, but you know. There is someone very nice I want to acknowledge. I don't know who it is on my server. I haven't written it down. My auction mule is in Silver Moon sitting. And there is someone very nice who routinely parks his auction mount right next to the mailbox mm-hmm. in Silver Moon. So I can just turn around from the mailbox and put all my auctions up. It's very nice. sweet. Very nice. Yes, I thought it was. I thought that was very thoughtful. <laughs> um, no, I don't have anything else. It's been a very slow week. Yeah, and yeah. news-wise, it's been pretty slow too. I think you know they're just kind of winding down from the holidays. I think this next week is is a cataclysm time walking, if I recall yes. correctly. Of course, um, Winter Vale's over. I did nothing with that, pretty much. Uh, except get the green hat, which I was missing, as it turns yeah. out. I went into a heroic. Um, where did I go? Oh, I went into um, Shadowfang Keep, okay. heroic Shadowfang Keep, and got the green hat, which is the only thing I was missing. Nice. But, you know, frankly, I really think that Blizzard has to redo their holidays. They're mm-hmm. getting pretty stale. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Time so. to do something different. Time to do something different. Yep. That said, I think we're going to end it for this show. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. I think we've just rambled on a random things. One of the things that I, I do plan to do either next week or the week after, I just didn't get a chance to compile it, is we have our discussion forum on Vanilla Remembered. And I, oh, I, yeah. I would like to go through and kind of compile compile that and compress that down to some things that people remember about uh, the vanilla server because some of it was quite entertaining. Yeah, um, and, and as a matter of fact, I've been going through my screenshots um, mm-hmm. that I have because you know, from day one, min- uh, literally the second that I started a character, I took a screenshot. So I have a, I have just so many. The, the Bad stuff I was wearing and uh, you know, the order of things. <laughs> Characters I completely forgot that I played. Um, oh, and I do want to acknowledge two of the two of our uh, Naked and Afraid 
people have finished and they're at one they got to 120 wow, um gagnier uh dwarf monk windwalker reached 120 in three days 23 hours and 10 minutes and squahog um void elf affliction warlock made it in six days 14 hours and 28 minutes nice. war mode edition we do have some mischief has reached 116 and the cow king has reached 105 so we got a couple more finishers who are cl- soon to be finishers that are closing in nice congratulations yes congratulations <laughs> thank you guys for sticking through it i didn't have the wherewithal to do it this time but yeah. next time i promise i'll i'll, I'll okay. do it i've been thinking about a speed run which is pick the thing you think you, you pick the class and race that you think can do it the fastest mm. whether you've done it or not hmm. i anticipate a lot of hunters i anticipate hunters and mages and monks and monks, not priests, not priests, not warriors, not rogues. Um, no, 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 not rogues. Um, not druids, mm, not shamans. No, druids, maybe. No, not shamans. Um, druids. Oh, that's an interesting one because if you go into bear form, you can you can dole out a lot of damage. I don't know. That's interesting. Well, I, think, I think hunters and monks are probably going to be the big ones. Oh I'd do a hunter probably. Okay. All right, Ren, how does everybody get a hold of you? I'm on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata, and I hang out on our Discord at discord.worldofwarcast.com. I'm Starmike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter. Worldofwarcast.gmail.com is our email address. I want to thank everybody for listening. Have a happy 2019, and we'll see you next time. And the Giants are okay. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, they said, oh, we had a better record this time. It's like, yeah, by one that, game. That wasn't a hard bar to hard bar to get over, so. All right, for the Giants. Yeah.